This is JFM Podcast. Beautiful morning to you there and thank you so much for choosing J101.9 FM and welcome to the show Let's Talk. My name is Abigail Simon. We're counting days to the general election and it's only paramount and tantamount that we tell you to go get your PVCs because it is important for you to decide come the next election. I don't know why we can't be really smiling but... Emika, when you see right here in the view, there will be a lovely morning to you. Good morning, Africa. Good morning <laughs> to all our listeners. It's good to be here again. Um, the first day of the work week. That is three days to the elections. And like we always say, admonish and charge you to go get your PVCs. But most importantly, I'm going to say this again. Do not let politicians use you as tools. Political seasons um, are the seasons where people's ideologies, which a lot of times are quite fickle and stand on very shallow ground, you know, cause divisions between friends and families. I want you to to remind yourself that political parties and politicians at least in this part of the world do not have concrete ideologies so please don't don't sell your friendship for for cheap whatever um, promises they give you do not sell your family truth or family values for cheap political points and i want to advise every single person out there especially the young ones stay woke i mean stay woke in terms of Ask the right questions. I saw something on Twitter um, yesterday mm-hmm. that was very interesting. Um, some people were talking about, you know, the P- PDP and the APC and the questions as to whether or not, you know, they postulated that Peter will be winning the presidential election, that he will not have enough people in the House of Reps and House of Senate, you know, to pass any laws or make any changes that would be effectual in the lives of everyday Nigerians. And it's quite laughable that we're in the country where people feel to understand and remember that politicians, whether they're senators or House of Rep members, do not care for political parties. I remember in 2014 when the APC looked like they were going to get into power, they had about 100 senators. About 15 senators from the PDP cross carpet from the PDP to the APC. Just recently, um, I saw in the news this morning that some people from the APC um, went to the PDP in a certain state. So again, Nigerian politicians do not have ideologies. They only go to places that fulfill and help them to get their personal ambition. So please, dear Nigerians, do not be deceived. The deception is going to be rampant now. They will tell you all of the sweet things they want to tell you. But do not be deceived. Stay woke and shine your eyes. (laughs) Stay woke can actually do shine your eyes and some of the stories you're following at the hour banks battle new narrow shortage ahead deadline uh, now eight days to the january 31st deadline set by the central bank of nigeria to stop the old 1000 error 500 and 200 error notes from being legal tender banks automated teller machines um, apart in other parts of the country are still dispensing old notes now despite the APS bank and depositing banks assuring that Nigerians will begin to receive the new Naira notes from ATMs across different platforms findings as of Sunday showed that many ATMs belonging to financial institutions were dispensing the old notes and so uh, we're hoping that very soon we will see things change um, when myself and Emika go to cash out <laughs> Yes. Do you have one in your account? Let's talk about that later. <laughs> 
All right, petrol may hit uh, 800 naira for litre on subsidy removal. This is coming from marketers. Now, as the scarcity of the premium of motor spirit, popularly called petrol, continued on Sunday, all marketers have stated that the cost of the commodity will cross 800 naira per litre once subsidy on PMS is removed. Now, industrial operators had repeatedly stated that the high cost of subsidy on petrol was a burden on the Nigerian National Petroleum Company Limited and was contributory to the prolonged crisis in the downstream oil sector. NNPC is the sole importer of petrol into Nigeria. Now, the Minister of Finance, Budget and National Planning, Zainab Ahmed, recently suggested that the government should gradually withdraw subsidy on PMS, stressing that the budgetary allocation for subsidy would end in June. And those are some of the stories that we are following at this hour. And this morning, we're joined by Barrister Yakubu Bauer. Always looking daffer as usual. It's a lovely morning to you. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, permit me to say Happy New Year to you. Uh, happy, happy New, New, New Year, Year actually. This is the first time we're meeting. I make you looking sweet to Abby too. Thank and, you so uh, much. I appreciate the spirit and uh, it's going to be a wonderful year. It's definitely going to be grace, yeah. a Amen. wonderful year. Amen. <laughs> if, 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 if not... Okay. If not, if not. <laughs> if not, let's just let it be. But welcome to the show. Thank and you. Let's get good morning, Plato. Good, good morning. A lot of, let's just get talking. A lot yeah. of things have happened over the weekend. Yeah. We've seen a lot of activities exactly. happen over the weekend. Yeah. The APC um, explosion um, the, at Port Harcourt. Yeah. We've also seen um, the PDP um I will put it. I used to say internal wranglings, but I'm just going to say the gas boost happening <laughs> around the PDP. Also, Labour Party uh, presidential candidate coming into Jaws on yeah. Friday. A lot of activities. Uh, Najatu Mohammed leaving the APC. A lot of things. Hi. Oh, <laughs> A lot of things have been happening, and we're just trying to keep her, our listeners abreast uh, so that they know what is going on around them. Uh, so, first of all, let's talk about the APC. Campaign running explosion in Port Harcourt. Now, I was watching an interview of Tony Cole speaking, and he said um, he had been having interference and interceptions even before the day the campaign kicked off, when the gubernatorial um, campaign kicked off. And then Wiki also, on the other hand, came and said uh, they should blame the APC and not blame the PDP. Now, as much as it's very pitiable, to hear that these politicians are not even concerned about the lives of people, but they are more concerned about pushing blames. Who did what and who did not do what? And don't you think that is an eye-opener for Nigerians to see that really, really, their, their feelings are not even put in place, their lives are not even thought about, and their, their, their issues are not being addressed as it should be addressed? You, you know, yesterday, actually, I was like... Um I was watching a clip, and I, it sent a lot of message, and I asked myself a question. You see, one thing we keep saying, like, like in this country today, yeah. uh, I'm so glad that you talked about, uh, you mentioned uh, uh, Friday, uh, the uh, Peter Obi's visit on the plateau. There's a sense of urgency now. And also everybody you interact with. One thing that stands, a common denominator that keeps actually resonating is the fact that we need a change. People are tired. Mm -hmm. But the question is, the kind of people. Uh, and, uh, you know, we talk about a Nigerian politician. The question is, the character 
and also the way they have looked at this uh, us as a people it's something that we must ask ourselves a question and come to a point to say that we must change the narrative nobody cares about the common man nobody cares about all that you see is about themselves it's all about it's it's they have this attitude of self-serving self-seeking self-promoting everything is around self so what we, we are to do uh, these are things that just like last week when you hit all those issues it's funny when somebody like uh Festus Kiamo is saying that he's suing Atiku on. You know, it doesn't make sense to me. This mm-hmm. agenic, you know, it's, it's become like just, just a normal, the same, but do you know something? Mm. These people that we see every day, people like uh, uh, Festus Kiamo, people like FFK and the rest of them, you begin to ask, looking at their pedigree, looking at their antecedents, what's, 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 what's locus, what's justification, moral rectitude do they have to talk about somebody and also say that they, they can even talk about, they don't really check themselves. So mm. it just, these things that are happening are things that are, these are no, these are natural or, or, or it's just, a, a normal thing that should happen mm-hmm. because these are people that lack credibility they lack character these are people that you won't even vouch for them and yet they are also in, within the corridors of power and these are people that would determine the destiny of millions of nigerians mm-hmm. now this man came to say like issue of, of potakot who are, just for you to know that everybody is just after his own benefit what he's going to get and it's not about the people you know the problem we have i was speaking in lagos sometimes back to talk about what are the philosophical foundation of nation building Mm. And I've mentioned it. One of the things that you look at is that people that in terms of leadership. Now, when people don't understand leadership is a platform for service. It's not about you. It's about the people. It's a privilege. It's a trust. Then you missed it. These people now look at yesterday. Somebody is making an analogy. And, yeah. and, and I said that I, I think one of his, one of our colleagues, actually, I, I forgot the, the program, but it's a clip. It, it, it ran for seven minutes. He talked about, okay, these are people like, if you look at uh, Tinubu, for instance, is started from AC, from AD, Move to AC, move to ACN, from there to APC. We are politicians lack character and they don't have ideology, they don't have principle and conviction. And that's what we continue to have. Because all the issues about now, it's all about self abi mm. If today you are PDP and you don't get a ticket, the next thing you move to another place. Yeah. The next thing you move, come back. The same thing with Atiku. Now, these are these are excesses, baggages they carry, and when they have opportunity, you will see uh, them actually coming out more clearly for people to see. But the, still, I keep telling people, it's not that the leadership have a problem. It's the followership. I've never seen a country that people are docile. People don't really sit down to fight for themselves. Because everybody is afraid to die. And mm. people always tell me, America, that because there is poverty, Mm-hmm. If you, if you, no matter how poor we are, until we have people that can champion the cause to fight for the common man, to come to a point to understand. It's so, I wonder, with due respect, I'm not here to condemn anybody, but yeah. the question is everybody knows where we are, that our current situation, the trajectory that we're in now, we know amongst this candidate, the person that's credible. Mm. Devoid of sentiment, devoid of ultra primordial interest. You know that this is the person that's right for this job. But yet the elite, so-called, in, you know, people like, like FFK, you know, people like Kiamu, we know what they're after. Somebody even talked about Daniel Boala at the point was the one. Yes. Speaking against PDP, real yeah. in, entrenched in, in, in APC. But he now, gra- he's now he moved to APC. Now, 
PDP now in APC. There was nothing Buhari did not say concerning to call up, uh, to, to to paint Buhari correct and and a good man. But today, so these are the set of people that we have. Look at people like uh, Dino Melai. These are people that we know. We know their their history. We know where they're coming from. Mm. So, so, and the same people are they that at the helm of affairs tomorrow to say they are going to determine what are we talking about? The issue that happened in Portacourt, that they, they should blame themselves because the house they must put their house in order. But for us, on the other side, mm. we, we 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 let it continue in that way. We, we don't we don't care. We are not we are not. Our concern is we want to retire but it, but, this. But, it, but the lives of people are also affected. If you say you don't you don't no, care. No no no. What we care what what we're, what we're saying what we care is just to for people to understand. The lives of people we are the people to determine. We are the people to determine our destiny. Get your PVC. That is your weapon. To what to change the narrative. So if they are continuing on this path, what the only thing that we don't care is that they shouldn't bother. It's not our concern to fix their issues. Let's do, but we care about the destiny of Nigerians and the destiny of Nigerians, the destiny is in our hands. We change it like we know this person is not the right person to be in this position. Mm. On that day, change it. All right. You you mentioned something that um, really got my attention when you said um, the followers are very relaxed and very, very docile. docile and all of that. Um, we are the ones who elect our leaders, isn't it? Um, but it seems like um, we are re recycling. It's almost that we're we're lacking. Um, you know, when you don't have an option, so you recycle the whole the whole, whole no, thing no, no, again. Be- and you mentioned the fact that Tinubu was coming from a AD to AC, all of them, and all of them, all the political yeah, leaders like, that we have. Atiku the same thing. The same thing. So, are you are you trying to say that we have not got, come to a point where we have learned our lessons and we're still just redoing or repeating history? Over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we keep. That's why. That's why the focal point this morning, and one point and message I want to send to Nigerians. Actually, I these days I carry this burden with pain and 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 very irritating. I don't want to be emotional, but the fact is that for how long are we continuing on this? Look at what you just hit me with immediately. I enter eight hundred. I just are hearing it now. Yeah. Balita, how how do we survive? Now, the question is that this set of people that we are talking about, it is our fault. Why do I say we are so docile? Abby, you've seen in other clans where people, they will hold government accountable for their actions. Mm-hmm. One of the things we must do, I said you know, on this platform, is that in this political, this 2023, we must engage the politicians. How do we engage them? Can you sit down and look at what Peter Obi said? Let him be accountable. Areas where he's not, even us as lawyers, we must champion this cause because we are the voice and, I, and it's something that I'm trying to look at in what way. I have done a lot of interventions here and there because even today as lawyers, when you fight this fight, people look at you that you are not. You must be part of government. And people will fight you. But for some of us, we stood by it. We can't. This is what we, we believe in. It's our conviction. No. I don't care what you say. What is wrong. Today, if something is wrong on the plateau, I will speak it. I don't care. I have never gone to government to beg for anything. Personally, I don't care about it. But the, my, my presentation has always been that how can we liberate the common man? And that's what we stand for. So what I'm saying is that, for instance, things are not going on. At what point do we hold people accountable? Mm-hmm. At what point do we... Now, for instance, on the plateau today, the governor is so consumed with his campaign. Abandon their state doing campaign. It's not done in governance. It doesn't care. The plateau people do not elect him to go and stand for for issue of DG Tunubu, whatever. But nobody cares about it. Nobody say anything. Everything is just like uh, nobody cares. That is the problem. Example I'm giving. We must hold them accountable. Why are we afraid to say the truth? Why are we afraid to call them accountable? Why can't we look at their face? 
Because people are afraid. And you see people that come themselves leaders because of what they will eat. Stomach. Can we come to a point to understand in life that whatever you have in this life, tomorrow you will live it. You'll be accountable to God. So, for instance, things are happening in this country. Nobody cares. Mm. It's only labor. The only thing we are good in doing is strike. Strike. It's not about industrial strike. You ask you, hey, strike. It's not. A, can we come to a point? But do you know why we cannot do it like in other oh, places? Why? I had an uh, issue. I remember in Thailand, something happened. Everybody converted. They are able to they hold everything at a standstill. Do you know the problem? Mm-hmm. We have two issues. These are the two Goliaths that are fighting this nation. For us, yeah. the followers. One, ethnicity, religion. Until we come to a point that we can drop these things and be mm. objective in whatever dealing we do. Today, if I say, ah, I'm from the north, I'm from Kanu, I'm from Jigao. After all, uh, Buhari is from Kasina. He's not doing well. I'm not going to speak about it. Today, a man that is from Shandam, a, 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 a man, because the man is the governor, he's doing the wrong thing, you cannot speak. Send ethnicity. Then we come about really of religion. And that is what is playing out in Nigerian politics today. Until we come to a point that we can, I can look at you, Abi, as a Nigerian. Are we ever going to get to that point? Because I know that life is ruled, ruled with about with religion, ethnicity, and all of that, and sentiments. Sentiments. Uh, so, are, are, are we ever going to get to that point where we are void of these things when it comes to making our choices and when it comes to making decisions? Now, now, now let me let, let me give you an example. Thank God you raised this point. I've been I've been I think I raised this issue. Now, let me give you an example. Why is it when you have a leader? Do you know one thing? One of the one of the, the let, let, let me say, the pillar or, or, or the fulcrum of leadership that you can stand or foundation you build as a leader is trust. Mm-hmm. Today, Abby, when I, when I can treat you not on the basis of your religious ethnicity, but the character and competence and the content, what you can offer, you see that things will begin to take shape. Now, why is it that people are afraid, people are voice out issue of Muslim, Muslim ticket? Do you know why? Mm-hmm. The reason is because why you know people say it has happened before and people are, are well, I, I for one if you look at let's say we are in a, in a normal society mm-hmm. where things work in a country we shouldn't be afraid of Muslims to care but the reason why people are afraid let it be now that there's even the president and the vice president who is a Christian things people feel their rights are not being adequately protected there's every possibility. For people to be apprehensive mm. it's all about trust today if you have a leader that's going to in he never cared he never worry about where you are coming from who you are you are what you practice what he he just look at when he's going to treat you as a nigerian is your competence your character that you are in nigeria he doesn't care about anything tomorrow whether the person is from his ethnic group or from his religion you do something wrong he treats you without profiling you from ethnic perspective or uh, a point of view now i I ask a question. At what point did Muhammad Buhari would do respect to him as my president? Has he ever come to condemn issue of mandatory? Because people have said he's full and they are doing it. But has he ever come out one day to say, these people, I don't care whether you... Because he said he's not for no one and for nobody, blah, 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 when he took over. But mm. these are the issues. Well, issue of nepotism. Do I want to give you an appointment on the basis that you are coming from my place or you are from, from my political party or you are the one that campaigned for me? Can we have a governor on the plateau today is going to treat you? He doesn't care if today like it happened in Lagos. Whether I be you are from Ogun or Shun State, you have the capacity to say, give you the job because I want you to build plateau. People not bring sentiment. These are issues. Mm. Mm. We're looking to a point that we're going to be... Today, I will go to America and, 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 and I've been there. We have Nigerians. I was so tripped. I'm so moved and touched. And I asked questions. We have Nigerians. Do you know how many Nigerians we have in the U.S.? There are also uh, uh, Senates and, and there have been the legislators. Can it happen in Nigeria today? Mm. 
Now, in the north, you can be anything you want to be, in as far as you are. There's a state in the north that I know the attorney general is not in Nigeria. But the fact that he's a Muslim, nobody cares. If it happened as a Christian, they will agitate and cry out. These mm. are the issues in Nigeria. We must tell ourselves reality the truth. Until we come to a point that we gravitate towards the conversation. Where we can sit down and talk to ourselves that we are not, this is what we are talking about. Eyeball to eyeball, tell ourselves that we will not have a new Nigeria. But we need a president that can send in a new order. Mm. Where people will see a bit of sanity and also a, a resemblance of uh, justice and fairness. Things will begin to work, then we build a foundation. We have a long way to go, but we need people of character, people that they know they are not after for them. Today, we want to see a governor that will stand on the plateau and say, today, before I enter office, I have two million after I finish, come and check. You won't find one. The only governor I know that has been a reference point to me is Musa Radua for Katana State. That man is something else. I'm not seen a governor for eight years. You can never pinpoint a place that Radua has stolen money. And yet we sit down for instance on the plateau, we talk about ABC people, they are too religious. But check their character. You want to say you are a Christian? I want to see how you relate in terms of character, in terms of the way you relate to public forms and the rest of it. If you are Muslim, you can cut Quran, you are a sheikh. I want to see that. That is why I am tired of people talking about religion. I want to see the life you live it so that people will be impressed and the life you live, people will speak and say, ah, who is the kind of this kind of person? So these are issues. I mean, it's possible to have a new Nigeria, mm -hmm. but it's going to be a long time, a project that will have people that can start. Today you are appointed as a minister. Ask yourself a question on what basis I'm going to minister this supervise uh, and also pretend this ministry. Is it about myself or I want to build Nigeria? Can we cut costs to governors? We said it. Some people feel that what we are saying is not. It's possible. Let me have a governor on the plateau today or a minister whereby you go to simple tra traffic without yeah. anything you want to obey. Mm. Mm. All right, so, so, profound, so profound words so there. First of all, I want to talk to you about you know um, two things that have caught my attention over the week. The first one has to be with the beavers. Um, there are no rumors, um, yeah. confirmed stories that there are some plottings within the APC to cancel the beavers. Um, there were House of Rep members and senators who signed. I have some of the names here who signed against the beavers being yeah. used for the election with three days to go. Now, um, it's it's funny because. The um, electoral act was signed. Of course, we know the back and forth between the presidency and, and, and the House to sign the electoral act. At this point, does, does the actions of the senators and House of members, does it speak entirely of what the party is about? And secondly, for everyday Nigerians, is this supposed to be a sign to tell us where our loyalty has it, where it should lie in terms of the elections? Now, I ask this question because when a system that many people believe would help for the transparency in the elections, will help us to get some level of credibility in terms of who is elected. And people who are supposed to represent us at the House of Senate and representatives are kicking against it. Should we be angrier? Is the anger from Nigerians, is it loud enough? Is it fierce enough? Or are we still basking in the supposed euphoria that eh, she is my brother, she is my mm. sister, let's just vote for them? Now, let me start with the issue of beavers that we talked about. You know, one of, the, one of the legislators said something. He was sharing with a friend that we, he was in Abuja. He said something. Mm. That they go to a point, they ask themselves, they, in fact, they confess, that had they known that it's going to be, they wouldn't have signed the electoral. That they, mm. that they didn't know. Mm. Because they discovered that they have signed their own Waterloo now. They have met their, 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 their trouble in the sense that manipulates and is going to, to a large extent, reduced all this rigging. And they, they are regretting it. They say, had they not, they wouldn't have signed it. Mm. 
Now, just for you to know and make her that the, these politicians don't care about us. It's about that, being there about themselves. So the issue of that, they, they, there are agitations there, but we thank God because that has been done. But not, that does not represent, if you look at the manifesto and the constitution of APC, those that you talked about, that it should present the, 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 the ideology of the party. To be very fair to them, they are, when you look at their party, all of them, they have a robust constitution and manifesto. Yeah. But what they would just say is that all they want is they want to promote democracy, rule of law, and democracy is making sure one of the pillars of a future or characters of a democratic nation is what? Ability to conduct a transparent, free, and fair election. Our recruitment process when it comes to leadership is what matters. And that is what we're trying to do. Until we get it right, we have a problem. And, and one of the things we must do again, like I said, people like uh, our colleague Samson, the champion that you're not too young to run uh, uh, bill is there. But do you know why? Our politics is, is for the money bags. Until we address those issues, another issue. Because that is what we're trying to do. Where can you as a first time into politics come into this and allow it, giving you a level playing field where you can showcase your talents and your desire to say that you're going to serve? But politics everywhere is a money game. Even in the, even in the it is, but it is a money game, which is okay. But what we are talking about in the U.S. is a different culture and it's a different practice. You, do, you are not the one to source for funds. They are the people to what to contribute for you. But, people, but, people support. But political parties have opened, you know, GoFundMe accounts. Yeah, but, 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 but the mindset their, of Nigerians, our psyche in Nigeria, we have not graduated to that. We have not reached that level. Mm. Nobody wants to give. The only party I've seen that people contribute immensely because of the quest for good governance and what is Labour Party. Yes. People have Labour, but but apart from PDP, who tell me all what people are after? Like APC now, everybody in most cases to be fair and to be very candid to ourselves. And I want to ask most of the APCs, uh, APC members rather, that come. Do you know in your heart of heart that that you are following Tunibu because you think he has the company the right person? Most of them you have one or personal issues because to them money uh, is an uh, uh, politics is just an enterprise where once it's after four years you're going to get, yes. but that it shouldn't be. What the philosophy and the the, the, the ideology of of Peter will be that they started is the ideal one. Mm. It's not you to it's people because it's about service. People gather funds for you and you are accountable to it. And in the US, after you've done that, you must declare what you've acquired and you return it back to them. Yes. That's what they do. Nigeria, do we do that? Everybody's oh. after what I'm going to get. Show where it comes to mind. It comes to mind easily. Um, I wanted to ask another question. You talked about competence. Now, in a political climb like ours, which is most important? Competent or politicking? Of course, I, I think, and this is my sentiment, I don't think that competence would be the yastic, the sole yastic for electing people because in a political system where your ability to galvanize people, your ability to have the, in the words of people, the gravitas and the words of gab to say what they want to hear is important. Where we are currently, which is more important, not which is ideal, which is more important in elections, your political clout and your political skills or your competence? Now, Emeka, let me tell you, in Nigeria, the best people in terms of competence, character, don't get to power in Nigeria. It's so ironic. People will always sacrifice competence, character on the altar of sentiment. And these are primordial sentiments. They have their bestness. Now, in Nigeria today, the where we are now, we are more. We are. We, we should consider and be more. Uh, let me say, attracted and concentrate on 
people that have moral character and competence than any other field. The reason why we call Nigeria, yeah, somebody was saying, what is Nigerian politics different? It's because of our attitude. It's because of our mindset. We, we need to, re, we need a radical reorientation of our value system. And I said it, one of the troubles, you might not understand this profoundly, but I have studied it and I have, I have taught people about this. If we're going to have the first thing to, to change this nation is to go revisit and review, reject our ethical structure. There's nothing you'll do in this life once there's ethics is like it. What's, our, what's, what's our current structure ethically? Ethically, the constitution says that whatever we're going to do, the ethical structure of the constitution, I, 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 I can't remember vividly, but section 1316 of the constitution talked about 1718, talked about whatever we talk about issue of character, issue of, of somebody that must have respect, somebody that has this attitude to make sure promote a, a democracy, a rule of law, issue of human rights, equity, fairness, justice, social justice, social solidarity. These are ethics. Now, ethics means the way and the manner you behave, your pattern of behavior, how you look at issues, and how you treat people, even in society, how you act, your conduct, and that is why we're talking. Where you have politicians without ethics and morality, there's a problem. Our value system. So you could have a politics, no matter how political you are, you would do it. You have money, you have structure, you have people galvanize it. But does it, is it what makes leadership? It's not. In doing the perspective of political leadership, what matters is having a leader that can stand. Look at Singapore. One person changed Singapore today, put it on the right foot into today. Look at Dubai. Sheikh Abdul Rashid changes uh, Dubai. Character. Because it's all about yourself. So no matter how political you are, that is why people, because of the way people are, the community that we look at, and where with the environment, what I will not get, all you know, a maker today, go, get five billion naira, and tell me that if you're not going to win the election. Get three billion naira when it comes to Senate. Tell me you're not going to win the election. You buy people's conscience now. Is that is has, has it helped us? So how, Look at our record to today. So we, we have people that, and by the time you stand, you say you're not going to give money, and people will say, okay, okay, yeah, let's go. So that's why the problem is not about leader, the followership. If you're going to change Nigeria, we must stand and ask ourselves questions. But when I raise this issue, people say it's because there's poverty in the land. So how, people do, we, how are do we change hungry. the system? How do because you talked about that's value system? How do we change the value system? And mm. and this is okay. Now let me give you an example. You're going to change Nigeria as a leader today. I give you a simple analogy. Today, as a governor. Just going to Hill Station, there's a, there a traffic light. The first thing to do, just stop. Now, you are having 15 cars. Just get two or three or four cars at most, three cars. Stop. Nobody will come. Governor, you are sending a message. Mm. Today, you are going to a function. It's going to start by 10 a.m. As a governor, by quarter to nine, you are seated there. These are things you are setting an example. Today, they are coming to you. To say that you want to do an uh, issue of contract, whatever. You said, I don't need any percent of kickback. Today, in Barikilad, you are from PDP. And those people are labeled. They didn't vote for you. But you know there's a need. You need to do whatever you want to do. You don't look at it. You go and do it for them. Mm-hmm. You are winning their interest. And today, you are talking about where people will give money or you want to call. You say, no. Change it. Believe you before you name the countries are beginning to take shape. You are changing the value system. People are saying, you are as a leader. Forget about second tenor. People say to people, I'm not going to give you money. What matters is what? We want to build a generation. It's about whoever is going to benefit. It's not about you. Things, the politics. You are changing the value system of Nigeria. And go back to our court system. And you want in rule of law, equality before the law. Whoever treats you is your brother and he broke the law, your son. You are hand him over to the constituted authorities. Let them treat him and sanction him. 
You are changing things in the society. People are saying that, what kind of a leader is this? You don't care, no sentiment, nothing like that. You treat everybody equally, and you go to what, where, what corruption, you deal with it. You don't care, no sentiment. Nobody will come to you and say, make a bend it because it's your father, I love your son. You are changing the value system of society, inculcating values to them. You know how to treat your brother. The person is a Muslim, or he say, I don't care about whether he's a Muslim, even if he doesn't practice any religion, I treat him because he's a Nigerian, he's a human being. He has a dignity of human person. Mm -hmm. You change the value system. You begin to inculcate this in our children and go back to school. What do we do? What are the morals? You don't care. These are the things. Take care of the teachers make them that you, know, you don't treat from even from from school primary level we have a work to do but these things are doable they're achievable we just need people with strong character and people that have the mind to say that i'm here not for myself i'm here for the people this right. will change um still stay with the rally um i noticed something you know at the Kano rally, uh, Liberal Party's Kano rally. It okay, was yesterday. impressive to me, yes. Um, no, no, uh, before, before the rally started, yeah. I didn't even know if it was started, or if it was middle of the rally, yeah. you know, they prayed, um, the Muslims prayed. And it was quite impressive. Now, for yeah. two reasons. Um, we've seen politicians in this part of the country go to rallies, and all they're concerned about is to say what they want to say, or like my friend Abby was saying, they dance. They dance. It's a way to show that they challenge Pokoli, you know, <laughs> on their dancing skills. Yeah. Um, but, but, but yesterday's at Kano, it was quite impressive. Now, I want to ask you, people have consistently talked about the transitioning of our political conversations from the days of, you know, politicians going to street to fire a car or to carry and bread hug. And, and hug bread and then take photos to them talking about issues. In your opinion, has the emergence of Peter Obi, has it changed our political system for the better? And if adventure he doesn't win, where do we go from here? Emeka, let me tell you something. On, on Friday, actually, I was so dazed and I was so amazed. And I, I want to say this, that Peter Obi, he should appreciate God. And why is it? You know, you know, this is a leader that people, not because he gives them money, but you could see the love they have for this man. The, 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 the crowd, they are thronging just to see this man, to touch him and also to hear, them, to hear him speak to them. There is a hopelessness, the sense of despondency in the land. Philosophically, I say there's an angst, angst in the land. That is this darkness that's hovering over the land, where we need a light. We need a, somebody that will give us hope and confidence. And let me tell you, for many people, and this is for some of us, we, we are looking at it that whoever has this desire to build a sane country and a country where egalitarian society that we can enjoy life will come to a point to understand the person for the now objectively give this man opportunity but but these are the issues nobody cares about that like i told you hardly good people with competence gets to power but for his own i told people i said you could see that is a hand of god and it's only God that determines it. Because these, these political juggernauts, the gladiators, are not ready to allow such a person that is going to change the status quo. They want to continue on that trend, on that path of looting and corruption and doing everything. God for that reason, whatever it is. So the question is, what has happened in Kano? It's very impressive to show you that people have come to a point where nobody's going to deceive them anymore. Mm -hmm. And if eventually which we are not praying that people that will be will not make it. It's going to affect a lot of Nigerians. You're going to, be, you're going to see a massive exit, exodus out of this country. Mm. A massive. Now go to embassies, you see. People have lost hope. Canada is failing Nigeria. Everybody. 
after this election, if it doesn't come the way they are, look at Diaspora when he went to Chatham House. No, but none of them actually enjoyed that kind of solidarity. He enjoyed before he was there. People feel all over, and and his level of delivery, the contents he offered, it's something very impressive, and we must appreciate. So the question is that people are tired. People are really building hopes that things is going to change. But I keep asking questions. I say, when you look at the way things are going, we begin to ask whether this man there is no hand of God in this man. The way he, he doesn't give people money, it's not that he, he has much to give people. But people to show you that we are graduating towards this kind of politics of a bad wagon that we've been, that we want to have a new Nigeria. Mm. But the question is allowing him. But what we keep telling people is the fact that people will say from the northeast, south, say, ah, he's not going to make it, blah, blah, blah. The question is, can he get 25%? He's good to go. That's all. Nobody wants to say whatever they're going to do. But the question is that, you know, one thing I keep saying, Emeka, even me, as I'm telling you, aha, I'm yearning for a new Nigeria. I'm emotional about it. I'm born. We are tired. And let me tell you, Maker, too, with, with, with humility, greatest humility, leadership be is simple. Mm. There's nothing difficult in leadership. Uh, all right. I wanted to ask you um, you mentioned Chatham House, and already um, Kwankwasel was there not long ago. Yeah. Yes, he was speaking, and we're waiting to see that of the PDP. Uh, but I want to ask you a question before we finally <laughs> open the phone lines for our callers to call in. Do you think that that UK center has actually been? turned into a ritual spot for Nigerians, politic, um, politicians especially. I know it sounds like, why am I yeah. asking this question? Because yeah. it seems that everybody is gearing towards speaking at Chatham House and addressing questions there and not addressing the ones that Nigerians are throwing at them right here in the country. Now, actually, if you look at it, the reason why it is this way is because you need to understand two factors. One, we are actually, we, we were colonized by the British. Now, that attachment is there. Mm. Is that there? Whether we like it or not, our umbilical cord, in one way or other, either we call it neocolonialism or whatever, we are still attached to UK. And the second point is that Chatema is the highest policy making body in the world. It, it, it earns that reputation. Mm. So when you get, it's a platform that is already exalted. And everybody wants to climb, be on that platform because the, 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 the people, the intellectuals are there to see. In fact, they will do their assessment at the end of the day. They will know that for Nigerians, they might not interfere, but Nigerians is the right person. But be, before now, Chatham House wasn't something that we were really conversant with. Yeah, it started now. with Buhari, actually. Yes. It started we, with uh, Buhari when they invited him, you know, and said, okay, he should come as Because at that time, they felt, okay, good luck, Jonathan, they will need a change of government, things like that, and they are t- t- gravitating and towards Buhari. So they gave him that uh, platform, mm-hmm. and that was what But that's one thing, Abid, I want to say before you open the lights. And yeah. I want Nigerians to know, people are exercising fear. Uh, with the greatest respect, the Muhammadu Buhari that I know, I assure you, mm. he's not going to interfere in this election. You just, you just sounded like him, as you just said. I, I he's assure not, you, <laughs> he's not. That I know when it comes to this kind of principle, mm. and I, I, I said many things uh, outside BBC versus condemning his policies. They know. Uh, I say them. But when it comes to issue, thinking that because Tinubu is in APC, he's going to give direction. He even said it. He said people should go and vote the person they feel. Mm. Even when he went to Yola, he lifted his hand. He didn't say vote for him. He said vote the person you are conscious and also one that has no corrupt record. Mm. That's what he said. I right. just, so, I just yesterday, yeah. um, um, yeah, yeah, below, aka the white lion. Just <laughs> really, really, the white lion. Yeah, so, white so, lion. so, I, I, I don't think if it happened, then I would be shocked that the Buhari when it comes to that. But for him to say that mm. vote, honestly, what I know is the fact that except people around him. Mm. 
but for him as a person to give an open and say, uh, uh, you know, manipulate this election rig for this person, he's going to watch and see. After all, he has done his one. He's, he said that he's running back to Daura. To go and rest. <laughs> yes, you can be a part of the conversation. Head on to our social media platform on www.facebook.com forward slash JFM. Just head on there and be a part of the conversation. So we'll open the phone lines right now for our callers to call in the number to call 090-55-666-699. That is the number to call to be a part of the show. I'll take it again, 090-55-666-699. That is the number to call to be a part of the show. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Can you hear me? Good morning, Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Chukudi is calling from Malawi. Good oh. morning, Nemeka. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Chukudi, welcome to the show. Go ahead. Thank you very much. Um, let me uh, permit me to greet um, um, Barrister Yakubu Power, not um, Bawa. I think I said it sometimes in Good morning, Kenya, sir. Uh, you're highly welcomed. Thank you. Good morning. <laughs> yes, I. I Yes, thank you. Uh, you see, um, let me start from the question I make to add the barrister, the barrister of high repute. Uh, you see, um, when you talked about um, the fears, if um, Peter Obi will not eventually win the election, let me tell you something. People are supporting Peter Obi, I mean the obedience, uh, which by the grace of God are one of them. We are not violent, and we are not against the rule of law. We are actually not people who are going to go extra mile to 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 to. to to, uh, to to win elections. I also want to remind you that this, it will be like um, the speaker has just said, it's an act of God, it's a gift from God to come and salvage this particular country called Nigeria from difficulties, hardship, killings, and so many, and the division, division in this country. It is also right for him to have pointed out that um, the Muslim Muslim ticket, I'm still going to come back on the answer of it will be if eventually you do not win. And on the issue of the Muslim Muslim ticket, we have seen that um, in the part, in this particular regime now, led by Muhammad Buhari, the president of Nigeria, we have seen how he divided the country by his appointment. A particular section of the region of this country enjoyed more in his government than, than, than every other government. Mm. And I can, I can bet you, I can hit my heart and tell you that in, if eventually he become the president, the reverse is going to be the case. Okay. But let me see, go back to the question the guest addressed from America. I want to tell you sincerely that if Peter did not win the election, we are going to obediently wait for the right time for him to come. When Nigerians, the people that worked against him, will come on their knees begging him to come and become the president of Nigeria. This, go and mark this particular date and mark my words. Time is going to come if eventually he was denied or if eventually Nigeria decided not to vote for him because of his religion, because of his religion, and because of whatever sentiment they're going to bring to bear to deny him being the president of Nigeria. Time is going to come when everybody, I mean right. the gladiators, I mean people that are actually against him now, we need them and beg and say, Oga, come and fix this country. Mm. We, we, we patiently wait. We are not violent people. So All people right. should not be afraid. We are not actually desperate. We are not desperate politicians. That's my tip. All thank right, you thank you much. so much, Chukudi. Have a lovely day. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Morning, welcome to the show. What's your name and where yeah, are you calling um, us from? Morning. Yeah, this uh, this might be calling from Bukin. All right, Magbi, go ahead. Well, I think uh, your guests have said it all. APC are actually the great thing. Um, right to sign, you know, or to move for this uh, electoral sign, electoral electoral bit to be signed. The signs are all over. I think they don't know what they are into until 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 they're there. This is God working, just like your guest did. This the, the hand of God is in this of this case, mm. and that's why the these people have to you know move for that particular law to be signed. 
just like the same way PDP are regretting for setting OB out of the party. So this is God actually working, trying to save Nigerians from the crisis we have faced over the years. Nah. Truth to be told, this country has suffered a lot, and God has had the cries of this nation called Nigeria. And that's why what is happening in Nigeria right now is happening. Mm. You can see the crowd in Kano yesterday. You can see the crowd in Plato State. You can see the crowd all over where they are going to. What, uh, what, what's happening in GDP and APIS right now? They are out there fighting themselves, deeply, mm. trying to bring about, you know, the look that they have gone in the past. Why people, why, why people be is moving across the country, telling Nigerians high school to the school's country. So God has given Nigeria a solution. He left for Nigerians to so the path which God has given them. Right. And as it is, no man on earth can be able to manipulate that which God has left for this country. Mm. Obi is coming. Let's go out there and get our PPC and do the right thing. God has given us Obi, but God will not force us to take him. Right. He left for us to do the right thing. Thank you very much, and God bless you. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day. Hello, good morning. Uh, good morning, Adige. Morning to you. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Jude uh, Sad. Good morning. Uh... What I have to say this morning is uh, my problem in this country now is about uh, the promises uh, Kinugu and the APC made in 2014 to 2015. Mm. How much are we buying a liter of petrol now? Insecurity wasn't before Isabuka, but now bandits or non government have taken over the, the land. Go to Southeast, no peace. And uh, Emeka and Adigel, you know that uh, Southeasterners are a peaceful place before in this country. Go there and see what is happening. So I'm urging Nigeria, next month is the day. They are talking about 2023, 2023. It's 25th of next month. Get your TVC. Let's send these bad people out. Don't vote anybody who deal with you. Promise to heaven on earth enough to kill any. God bless you, my brother. You have a lovely day. Hello, good morning. We have a lot of aggrieved Nigerians right here. Zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? This is Dino Milaye calling from Rachel. Wow, Dino Milaye. Dino Milaye, wow. I love, I love the name. Nice. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I just want to say that uh, it's unfortunate that uh, our country, we are suffering from things that I cannot call, whether it is religious or uh, selfish attitude of Nigerians. I don't want to even talk about uh, whether Peter will be going to win or not. We are talking about the new Nigeria. Mm. If all of us are honest and sincere to ourselves, yes. apart from regional politics, we should look at capability, mm. strength, and the will to carry this nation forward. Mm. I've always shared this with a lot of friends. I said, whether Muslims or Christians, the truth is we don't always like to say and speak the truth. Mm. We rather just speak things that will interest us because we feel that it is it is my own. It is my own son. And it's obvious. Mm. ATC said if we don't perform, stone us. By this time, we are not supposed to even be ATC as a party in this country. We are not supposed to even talk about it. Mm. But because we have people who think we can milk, we can get out of it, 
So we are going to remain there. No wonder, little wonder, the governor, Samuel Along, being the campaign director or whatever, he said it. He said it is time, it's the time for volatility to trust. Meaning what? These are leaders that we are supposed to, credible leaders we are supposed to be accountable to the people. But you are telling us that it's time to chop. Meaning what? So Peter Obi is not the issue, but it's a new Nigeria that we want. And I don't see any reason why we should even go ahead and be analyzing whether he's going to win or not. Mm. We are giving them room to read or to do certain things that will affect the party tomorrow. Right. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Dinomela. Have a lovely day. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Okay, do well to call back the last call we're taking for today. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Abigail. Good morning, Emeka. Good morning, Marissa Bawa. Thank you. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Yeah. What's your name and where you're calling us from? God bless you, my dear. Extravagant Malobi is calling you from Joss. Oh, lovely morning to you. Happy New Year. Yeah, we should the same. You know, the Edo people don't have a saying that once the taste of the wine changes, the drinking pattern will change. Mm. And, and I think that is what has happened to Nigerians. Nigerians cannot be fooled anymore. Well, the great uh, reggae music singer Bob Marley once said that uh, you can fool some people sometimes, mm. but you cannot fool all the people all the time. And if I'm to stand on that premise, looking back to 2014-2015, APC promised everything. They said change and all that. Yeah. Nigerians never took time to ask whether that change was going to be a negative change or positive change. Mm. And there was a tsunami that's worth uh, good luck, Jonathan, out of office. Unfortunately, all their promises, the only thing they nearly promised us was turning a man to become a woman. No. But today we are seeing the handwriting on the wall. No. It seems very bold for anybody to read. All right. Insecurity everywhere, hopelessness, despondency. Everywhere, hunger in the land. We don't even know how much is the fuel pump right now. We don't even know how much is the electricity, electricity tariff. They wake up any any time, hmm. jackly talk without any consultation. No, Mister, they don't. They say All right, extra Malobi, you have to wrap up your dots quickly for us. Thank let you. me just end, yes. let me end by saying, my dear, mm. that the handwriting on the wall is very clear. There is that move. If every other Nigerian is feeling the way I'm feeling. To recover Nigeria from the hands of those who believe that they have conquered us. All Let right. me ask Barista Bawa, please. What is there a possibility to overturn the use of divas in the next election under our law, having been signed under the law? Is there the possibility within this space of time? No, there won't the be any divas? possibility. That, that will stand. Nobody can change it. All right. Extra Baron Wallaby, thank you so much for your contributions. Do have a lovely day. We take our comments off our social media platform. On Facebook, Ayodele Akbabiake says, What happened in Karno State during the LP rally shows that the people are ready to change the narrative. Get your PVCs Nigerians, hashtag Obidas23, and love GFM. Thank God Moise says, Good morning, GFM. I want the guests in the studio. Um, I want the guests in the studio mention Bola Amentinable and Atiku who have moved from one party to the other. But if I'm not wrong, Obi did not start his political journey in the Labour Party. So if it's politicians, that's the nature. If it's for politicians, that's their nature. And let us know among them, he is credible. Samson Ezekiel says, Good morning, Mika, Abigail, and Barista Bauer. 
By Mr. Bauer said there's a state in northern Nigeria where the Attorney General is in Nigeria. And he should please mention the states and the AG in question. Hmm, that will on Monday morning. Hmm. In Yam David says, good morning, JFM family. About the new currency shortage, the politicians use the old money that they stored in their houses to change it to new ones because they don't want it, they don't want to lose it. Central bank president, his words, should try and review the deadline. Let us try and get our PVCs. Yala Kreese says, Good morning, JFM and the guests. I see a landslide victory for Peter Obi and Labour Party come February 25th. Like your guest said, in the event it doesn't happen as predicted, many will exodus this nation. Big up to you guys. Thank you so much. It's the mighty John Holy Samsido says, Good morning, Barista Yakobo Bawa. We needed to do more good in the interest of the people till date. Do you are. I can't really make sense of this. And good morning, Abigail and Emeka. Keep on doing a good job. Coming to the talk on... Okay, um, I am trying to make sense of this message. Forgive me. Seriously, Peter Obi is really ready to fight for the poor masses' freedom from poverty and other related issues. And I am impressed with the massive turnout for the Peter Obi movement. Things are going accordingly, and I pray we stick to the, re- we stick the results we are seeing on the campaign rallies going into the country. Okay. Um, all the messages quickly before I am chased out of the studio. Um, <laughs> um, oh, the, the network is really slow. I'm trying to get your other messages on Facebook as well. Um, also, finally here, Comrade Dadong Antibes says, Obi Dati Ticket is the only option for Nigeria as far as I'm concerned. Shine your eyes, Nigerians. Julius Achigak Igama says, the political parties are doing their own rallies, but the Labour Party are doing better. And Obi is the new hope of Nigerians. And finally, finally, proper finally, Kelvin Lewis then Shark says, with regards to all the political rallies across the various political parties, it is only the Labour Party that is making some impeccable sense because they speak truth to power in bringing back some level of trust and hope to the future of Nigeria as a nation. Let all Nigerians do the needful in voting the Labour Party from top to bottom. All right. Just before we go, I want to, just in 30 seconds, Barista if you have your final well, words. Well, 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 what I continue to say is that we should get our PVCs and also make sure that we change the narrative 2023. All right. Thank you so much, Barista Bauer, for always doing us the honor of coming on the show. It's, it's always, always lovely having pleasure. you. <laughs> and yes, don't forget to go out there and make sure you get your PVCs. Uh, yeah. The window is still open. Come 29th, the deadline will be up. So you might just try, strive to make sure you get your PVC. For myself, it's have a lovely Monday. And for Mimi Kaomisi. Stay out of trouble and spread love. The news comes up for 10 o'clock. Do keep your dads logged on to J101.9 FM. Have a lovely day. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.